Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we are here to talk about episode four of Shenmue the Animation. Uh, this one is called Shackles. Not entirely sure why it's called Shackles, but a mm. uh, really good episode overall, I thought. Yep. Was uh, was uh, Harasaki in Shackles at the end? <laughs> I don't think so. Her hands were behind her back, but we don't know how she was bound up. <laughs> Let's assume shackles. There, we solved it. <laughs> this, this bound up, this episode gets weird. No. Um, we're going to do this episode a little bit different. We're going to actually... Matt and I, are, we watched it together once. Um, I didn't watch it earlier today. And we're just going to kind of go through... We have it here on the screen. And kind of go through it scene by scene just so we have a better recap because I wasn't able to take notes today. Um, also, cool thing happening is episode two of Shenmue World. Uh, was issue two? Issue two of Shenmue World. Uh, so support that. The Kickstarter was already like two thirds of the way there. Or Shenmue 60%. World is a magazine. Yes, for people who don't know. <laughs> uh, if they're listening to us, then they've already backed that Kickstarter, <laughs> probably. Well, you never know. No, you, that's fair. Um, I'm having a total brain fart here, dental plan. Uh, so yeah, support that. Um, nothing else interesting has been happening in the world. Uh, no, no, not Shenmue related. Not least. Shenmue related. That's all we care about. No, that's 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 a joke. Uh, Russia needs to fuck off and get out of Ukraine. Yes, please. If you're listening to this and you're from Russia, sorry. Um, sorry for your terrible leader. Yeah. Hey, a lot of people in Russia are uh, anti-war as well. Yeah, a lot of them are demonstrating and knowing they're going to be arrested. So good for them. Yeah. All I know is if I'm ever involved in a war, I want the Ukrainians on my side because they are doing an incredible job <laughs> of, uh, of defending themselves. And So far. Yeah, so far, but they're... I don't know. It's a shitty situation. Anyways, back to happier things. Uh, episode four, uh, Shackles. Mm-hmm. Now, this starts with the prophecy, Matt, doesn't it? This episode notes. <laughs> Kind of. She's not saying anything, is she? She's just like... You know she's thinking in her yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's on repeat in her mind all the time. We know that <laughs> it's much. It's just like a 40-second loop. <laughs> uh, so the episode actually starts where you see Shenhua. She's, it's kind of fuzzy around her. Then you see Landi from behind looking at her. They look at one another, make eye contact. And th- this is where we found out that Shenmue the animation got the bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. There's That's no the more after of, this. This is the end of the show. Uh, Rio wakes up from a dream. Uh, he's dreaming about Shenhua, yet he hasn't met her yet. Mm. He doesn't have much to say about that. It's just like, eh, just a dream. <laughs> yeah. It was all a dream. He used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> a little piggy uh, small story there. Uh, so we have the intro, then it cuts to him. It says Singapore, I think. Well, that's an ad, I assume, like for a flight to Singapore or something. I would, like, he's obviously in a. Yeah, Hawaii, okay. Singapore. Hawaii, Singapore. Okay, I was like, okay, that makes more sense. I was wondering. So he's at a travel agency. 
I'm not sure if it's any of the ones we know. It doesn't look like it. Um, but it, uh, she it's weird. She's asking him if he's Japanese. And they're in Japan. Yeah, well, yeah. She comes up and speaks Chinese to him immediately. Because he's looking to go to Hong Kong. He's looking at the brochure, yeah. But And then she's like, oh, you're Japanese. Well, I mean... You're in Japan, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now we get the saga of Ryo trying to get money to go to Hong Kong. It cuts to Ine-san doing some accounting work. Um, like, she's almost giving Ryo some money. And then we see a scene with him and Fuku-san. Mm-hmm. There's a few things we get robbed of in this episode. <laughs> One of them is Fuku-san smashing the piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he just gives Rio the money out of it. They just it takes the, the wind out of the sails on this <laughs> yeah. scene, as far as I'm concerned. It was a little endearing moment for Fuku-san in the game that he would smash his piggy bank for Rio. And, yeah. and here it's just cleanly opened. <laughs> yeah, he talks like you can literally see him take the cork out of the bottom of it, and then there's all these stacked up coins and. Yeah, Rio just looks kind of defeated. He's back at the harbor, and Goro runs up to him here, and we get a different... Goro in this game is entirely different. Um, In the anime? Yeah, then the anime, he's showing all this respect to Rio, and Rio doesn't have a clue why. Mm. And it cuts to, like, some backstory of Goro. It does show that Goro was the one spying on him at, at the harbor. Mm. Um, I thought it was him based on the, you can see the sleeve uh, in the previous episode. There might have even been episode two. I can't remember, but uh, we don't there's, like, they're talking about Goro and Goro's looks up to Rio because he knows from Mai that, uh, Rio didn't have a dad, or doesn't have a dad anymore, and his talking about his dad went out for a pack of cigs and never came back, <laughs> like the most stereotypical, Love my it. father's gone thing of all time. Yeah. And uh, we are robbed of the Goro theme. Oh, yes. So we're robbed of Fukushima smashing the bank, and there is a Goro theme. There is a new Goro theme. It was so unremarkable, I can't recall it right now. Yeah. I want like like the <laughs> like the rockabilly yeah, and that music fits so much with his look and his haircut and yeah, we just don't have that anymore. Sad and it's <laughs> sad. <laughs> you should be happy, Matt. Do you know what? I'm gonna drop a Matt fact on you here. When I came over today, Matt's wife just gave me this tidbit of information. I don't know why. She said Matt hates the happy birthday song. <laughs> we were just talking about it. But uh, I don't understand. It's like uh, we like we were just watching a video on YouTube, and we had to sit through the, an entire happy birthday song. And every time that happens, I'm like, oh, this song is so terrible. It's just the same, the same phrase over and over, and everybody just drones it out, and everybody makes it feel like a, a chore and we've all heard it a thousand <laughs> times in our lives and I never want to hear it again happy birthday dear Matthew stop it <laughs> happy birthday to you uh, give us Goro's old theme 
Let's change the happy birthday song to Goro's theme. <laughs> let's let's take a every consensus chi- as the world. <laughs> <laughs> and the cake's coming out. <laughs> I would. I mean, I'd love that. <laughs> When's your birthday? <laughs> March fourth. Oh, it's so, oh wow. wow! Just give me a sec here. I need. Uh, can you bring up a calendar here in the bottom of the computer screen, Matthew? <laughs> This coming Friday is my birthday. I think I have to commit to a bit here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any birthday plans? Um, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) Next Sunday when we record it, it might be after your birthday, but Mm -hmm. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Just don't sing me happy birthday and I'm happy. <laughs> then we might have two videos next week. No. I don't know. Uh, back on track here. <laughs> you want the Goro theme for your birthday? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so it cuts to... Rio asks Goro to help find him a job, and they go to this office where Mai works. Well, is this the lunch room or the lunch... Um, it said lunch mess. Or the cafeteria. Yeah. But... She's the character who works outside in a little stand, right? Is she? Isn't she? Like she works at the like the lunch yeah. lunch yeah, stand. I, know. I think, or her sister does. Yeah. Does my work there too? I don't know. I think it's just her sister works there actually, and just my hangs around. Yeah, just hangs around the harbor. And Goro's surprised that Mai and uh, Rio know each other, and that's just another like level of him just adoring Rio. Yeah. Um, he ends up getting him a job as a forklift driver. <laughs> Mark is like a real grumpy Gus in this. He is. I don't know. I don't know. I think I prefer game Mark. Yeah, this Mark is mean. And Matt and I talked about this a bit. The game Mark, his face is like... It's a bit exaggerated. It's a bit exaggerated, Features. and it's almost comical. Mm. Like, to be that he's not, like, a serious character, and, you know, they have a... The third thing we're robbed of, a daily warm-up race. Yes, yeah. Uh, Where's our race? And they just make Mark seem more... His face looks more serious. Mm-hmm. He barely talks in this. He's giving, like short one or two word answers his voice is so deep he sounds like he should be like an evil evil boss <laughs> in a video game or something maybe he is who knows <laughs> um and rio's n- not going out of his way to like befriend mark or anything he's just being friendly like oh you know have a good night or something mm. and it shows mark walking upstairs and goro shows up and goro's all like over the top happy and Mark's literally looking down on them, looking down on them, <laughs> and it, it, there's almost like, do you get the impression that Mark can't stand Goro? Like he knows who he is and hates him. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't feel that way about Goro? Yeah, <laughs> if he had to work there. But Maybe it was Mark's birthday and Goro sang him happy birthday. <laughs> and I don't know. We get. Yeah, he takes Rio on a tour and shows him all around, and we get this thing with the chalk on the ground, which is a new thing. Yeah, that's new. Or, wait, no, that's not yet. No, it is, yeah. 
kind of a message. When guys discover a vacant warehouse, they jot it down here. Then we can all just hang out there, okay? <laughs> Alright. It's like a clubhouse. Yeah. They do... Goro's very animated in this. Like, he's always moving his arms and, like, has an exaggerated walk. When he walks away, I'm doing it right now. We're on a podcast. <laughs> you guys can't see me. Uh, now we're... Guizong's reflecting about the situation with Ryo in the warehouse with his dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Master Chen. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Keep it professional. Yeah. Master Chen doesn't want to seem... Doesn't seems like he doesn't want anything to do with this now that Ryo has the second mirror. But he doesn't want to fail you on to Zhu either. Hmm. I, I don't know if, like, Chen's scared or what. Uh, it seems like it. He doesn't want, like, a war <laughs> between his people and, and and Mad Angels or the Chiu Men or anyone. We have Nozomi at the at the dojo. The outside... No, excuse me, the, the, the dojo, the Zuki residence. The outside of the residence looks entirely different. Like, the entryway. Does it? That it does in the in the game. Hmm. Um, she finds out that he has a job and he's no longer going to school. This upsets her. Yeah, she's she's like, now I'm going to become a detective just like Rio. <laughs> going to find out what Rio's up to. Which is, she's more of an active participant in this than she is in uh, the game. Yeah, much, much more active. Uh, it shows Rio at the end of his second day of work. Says goodnight to Mark. Mark just essentially tells him, just wait, literally waves at him. He doesn't verbally respond in any way. Hmm. Uh, Goro brings uh, Rio a coffee. Yeah, this is where he this brings up his whole backstory. And yeah. it's way more, way more story for uh, Goro than we ever got before. What do you think of it? I feel like they just had to flesh out this character a little bit mm. uh, to help, A, fill an episode, but to kind of make you care about him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely setting up that him and Mai are going to get together like they do in the game. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be as much of a surprise, because I always found it kind of surprising in the game. Like they, I don't know. That the two of them got together? That the two of them get together, they're planting a little bit of seeds, or giving you a little bit of a breadcrumb trail mm. in this. Rio is uh, like he's talking when Goro gives all the information to Rio. Rio's just like, I had no idea about this guy that you've known for th- like th- what three days. <laughs> yeah, Mark overhears this conversation as well and maybe feels a little bad uh, about Rio's situation because Mark, as we find out, is in a similar one where his brother apparently joined the Mad Angels and has gone missing. Which is which is kind of different. Like in the game, I don't think he. There was never any mention of him joining the Mad Angels, was there? Just him getting on the wrong side of the Mad Angels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a change up there. Mm. <sighs> uh, Excuse me. And we get the whole uh, Guizhang uh, confronts Ryo in the streets and then teaches him uh, swallow dive, which is nice. Uh, this is the second time we've got to see him learn a move from somebody. Swallow dive is just a big old axe kick, I guess. <laughs> And uh, they go to MJQ Jazz Bar. Yeah, the, the show cuts to MJQ uh, Jazz Bar. 
and the some thugs that these thugs don't appear in the game. I don't think. No, I don't think so. They all look kind of weird. New. <laughs> yeah, they just exaggerated faces a bit. Uh, they tell Terry that he uh, he is working that Rio's working with Master Chen, and Terry's upset about it. Terry spends a lot of time away from the harbor uh, in this, and that's not something we see at all in the game. I don't think. Yeah. We never see him away, away, away from the harbor, especially not at the MJQ bar. I never in the game. I never really thought MJQ was shady at all, but we keep going here, and there's like deals going down and thugs hanging out and stuff. Yeah, there's literally a drug deal. Yeah, <laughs> later on, is that at the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, we'll get there. Nozomi does I, some. I would expect this at Heartbeats, but not in MJQ. <laughs> I'd expect that kind of language at Denny's, but not here. <laughs> um, we have a conversation between Rio and Nozomi at the park, and she's just kind of asking Rio why he took the job. Why are you throwing your future away? Go to school! And he doesn't really tell her. <laughs> he does apologize to her, though, as well, which is something I wouldn't expect from Rio. Yeah. I guess he, he lets her in a little bit, and he's like, I'm searching for the truth about my father, but he doesn't go into the whole, like, I'm going to kill the man who killed my father. Someone brought up, I was reading some comments, and someone brought up something incredible that I didn't notice at all, and now I look for it every episode. Rio has not used the word revenge once in this show. <laughs> Which is a way different tone than the game because he's literally saying, like, I will have my revenge. Yeah. Revenge is bad. It's a bad it's a bad thing to do. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, that whole thing. Oh, Matt's getting deep and philosophical. <laughs> so what does he say? Happy birthday. No! <laughs> so what does he say instead of revenge? Just want to find the truth? Yeah, he, he wants to find out about his dad. Um, also, apparently, another thing I read in a comment on our thing, the when you watch it on in English, the subtitles are actually like they do say the right thing for Father's Heaven, oh. Nine Dragons. It's it's right apparently. The subtitles, you mean? Or the one they say it in the, the dub? English one, the dub. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excuse me. So that was apparently just some bad translation. Interesting. Unless it's always been different in in Japan and and uh, in the uh, North American version, who knows? Mm. Someone fill us in on that. Yeah, I don't want to learn Japanese. <laughs> um, yeah, let's continue. A little bit of Nozomi talking to her grandmother about what she should do. She should go to Canada and stuff. And uh, she's looking at the photos of all of her friends, and I'm like, we never get to meet any of these people in the show. <laughs> no. You barely get to meet them in the game. And something else we get robbed of is uh, Rio, later on, it happens in this, there's no him trying to find the motorcycle mm. to borrow from his buddy. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Um, something else we're robbed of. But we do get this real great gift. Yes, we, um, we're given new things. Of Mai and Goro shopping for flowers mm-hmm. to put on Iwao's grave, <laughs> of all things, because Goro wants to pay his respects. Mm-hmm. More of Goro being super animated with his body language. I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, and he like spills the beans on Ryo's whole quest to Nozomi, but I mean, he, how could he have known <laughs> that she knows him? Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was funny here. He's like covering his face and be like, "Oh no, I didn't. I never said nothing." He's still spilling the beans as he's and it's literally went listening to the Japanese. Uh, version of this on Crunchyroll. It's muffled like you have your hand or something. Like whoever's <laughs> delivering the lines is clearly doing that in yeah. in the the recording booth. Um, there was a scene too that we skipped over a bit where Rio he's not great with the forklift. Yeah, and he puts something up crooked. Um, and then Mark he puts the the crates away just like Pete Campbell does on the, Shenmue <laughs> Do- the old Shenmue Dojo streams. They were always right crooked. <laughs> they weren't. He was very adamant about them being straight. And I used to call them crooked crates, Campbell. Uh, and Rio asked uh, Mark, "Why? Why did you suddenly help me about this?" And then they have a conversation about Matt or Mark's uh, brother joining the Mad Angels. And yep. And, and then almost immediately, we cut to Mark getting beat the crap by the man angels <laughs> there, no one kicks his lunch into the water though in this that's something else we're robbed of the lunch was spared that's a great line though that's one of my favorite lines which one but when he's like ah my lunch <laughs> my cousin Brian that's when every quote Shenmue that's like the main line he always says <laughs> yeah and then Rio handily defeats these four goons that again we've, we've never seen these guys in the game pretty sure one of them's got like dreads, like appropriating Mark's culture, right? Like as he's <laughs> as he's beating the crap out of him. <laughs> and they really give it to Mark in this. Like the beating he takes in the show is, I think, a lot worse than the beating he takes in the game. Mm-hmm. I just miss Mark's goofy voice. I wanna. I wish he had a goofy voice. Time for your daily warm up race. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's just so much more serious than this. Yeah. <laughs> he just sounds like some sort of anime villain. <laughs> Nozomi delivers flowers to uh, MJQ, which I don't know why. We catch a guy in the corner dealing drugs and yeah, money. Yeah, why, why did she deliver the flowers and he just, like, throws them under the bar? <laughs> I guess maybe he just, like, uses them to make his bar smell good. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and there's a, just a straight-up drug deal going down in in the MJQ. That's the guy who, like, he kind of knows Rio, right? And he's the one who offers him milk. The bartender, yeah. No, 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 no he offers him a soda. Yeah. Milk is the heartbeats as a yeah. as an insult because milk's perfect for a schoolboy. yes she's Nozomi's doing some investigating here prying information about the mad angels out of, out of the bartender um that kind of girl like you should not be trying to find out about them but guess what she does not heed his advice <laughs> she uh she tries to be Batman yeah it lasts about five seconds <laughs> There's literally a guy right behind her. <laughs> she's, she's so huge. bad at this. He's like a foot and a half taller than her. <laughs> yeah. Rio comes home. Uh, Ine-san's a little panicky, asking if they were together. He, Rio's like, no, immediately understands something's wrong. And there's no phone call either. Mm, just a guy shows up just on a bike. Just a guy shows up on a motorcycle. 
which, and then leaves. Which I mean, or well, tries to leave. tries to leave. <laughs> yeah, if you want to skip the whole motorcycle quest, this is better than the phone call because it just gives him a, a motorcycle. But that is pretty uh, badass to just like chase the motorcycle down and kick the guy off of it. Later, sucker. What the oh? <laughs> <laughs> Kicked him right in the butt too. And then uh, he goes to rescue... N- he does, but that guy that he kicked off the motorcycle goes into the house and murders Ine-san and Fukusan. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah, um, that's, that's in the director's cut yeah. version. Uh, he just literally leaves his own this villain on his own doorstep. <laughs> uh, Fukusan can handle it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm pretty sure Terry... So we're back at the, the dock there, and uh, Terry's... Uh, Terry's appeared and I'm pretty sure he's got this necklace in the game too but I never really noticed until the anime that it's the exact same sort of emblem as uh, the evil organization from Street Fighter Shadowloo so I'm wondering if uh, he works for M. Bison actually it looks like the uh, Shadowloo logo but also with like feather earrings which is weird It's it's a weird thing around his neck Speaking of Street Fighter, what do you think of the logo for Street Fighter Six? Uh, not very good. <laughs> it looks like someone spent about five minutes on it. Probably, people have seen, uh, people have made compilations of uh, similar logos they've found around the world, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's been used many times. It before. reminds me of the Sleeping Dogs logo for some reason. Yeah, a little bit. You ever play Sleeping Dogs? I did. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, so Terry's essentially convincing, like it ha- what happens in the game, that you gotta you gotta take out Guizhong. Mm-hmm. Make it doesn't in the game. He's like make it so we can't walk. He, like he literally talks about crippling him, something like that. I think they they did a pretty good job of making Terry look like Terry. Yeah, yeah, he looks right. They made. Uh, the just don't know who all these other guys are. <laughs> Rio's boss too. When he gets a job at the uh, as the warehouse or forklift driver, mm. the boss looks like the boss in the game too. They did a good job on that character. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Rio basically is gonna go beat up Guizhang, but is he? Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Unless he's like uh, whispering to him during their fight, like, hey, take a dive. But we don't get to see that if it happened. No, and the fight ends. Di- the, the action sequence of the fight. Ooh. Ooh, excuse me, terrible time to yawn in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> uh, the action scene in this fight, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't end the way it does in the game where like one of them kicks and the other one the momentum spins around and he kicks the other guy mm. uh, they swallow dive they each swallow other. dive each other that sounds filthy <laughs> <laughs> this uh they're fighting almost like a Dragon Ball Z fight <laughs> where they're just like flurries of punches and kicks <laughs> I mean they don't make that noise but that's what it looks like it's a, a little different than most of the fights we've seen. Most of the other fights we've seen in this have been pretty cinematic and lots of throws and stuff. And this is more... Are they better? Hey, pause this for a sec, Matt. 
They better, when we get to the storyline of Shenmue 3, there not better be a damn throw in that whole thing. <laughs> He's not allowed to throw <laughs> He's anymore. He's not allowed to throw. Just punches <laughs> and kicks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then... It ends they with... They knock each other out, knock, apparently. Them knocking each other out. And Terry thinks they're dead. He doesn't understand they're unconscious. Like, he thinks they may have killed one another. I don't know. <laughs> they're as good as dead. Now we can come over with the pipe and kill them. Yeah. So that was episode four, Shackles. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I, this one, there was a lot of little things that we, we missed. We got a few new things. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the, the new characterization for Goro. I liked seeing new stuff from him. Getting some backstory. Getting some new scenes that he never had before. I also liked Nozomi being a little bit more active, even though it only lasted a second and it led to her getting kidnapped but I wish we could have spent more time with her uh, yeah, tracking down info Yeah, this episode, essentially so your supporting cast, you had Nozomi Goro, Tom Terry, and Mai and Nozomi is quite a bit different in this episode than she is from the game, so is Goro so is Mark <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I said Tom the first time I met Mark. Oh, yeah. Um, right. and then, Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> um, Mai is a bit different than in the game. Uh, she just kind of more... There's just more... Like, she's given more lines, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Is she kind of a punk in the game? Yeah, she's hanging out with those two girls that caused trouble, wasn't she? I think she was. The yeah. ones that are like, kiss off. Like the, yeah. yeah. The one that like Rio actually fights one of them at one point in time in the game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're just changing the characters, but I think everything so far has been for the better. I may not necessarily like them more. Mm-hmm. Like I like game version of Mark better than mm-hmm. the cartoon version. Same. And the fact that they cut out the forklift race... <laughs> but they kind of have to because uh, Mark is this more serious character. He can't be. He wouldn't hold, this serious hold character that uh, is just a goof off. Yeah. Every morning when everyone shows up for work, there wasn't a whole lot of forklift in this either, mm. which is something that Shenmue is known for. Whether it's I, every time I showed him in a forklift, I'm like, all right, here's the fight in uh, in the uh, warehouse during his lunch break or something, you know, because that happens several times in the game where you're just going about your work day and then, and then you get challenged. Also, no homeless man. Right. Can't learn a move from him either. Uh, Tom isn't set up at the mm-hmm. port. There, we haven't seen Tom there. Um, I wonder if we'll see Tom, like, in his going away scene. Like when he goes to America and he teaches yeah. him the double spin kick when he mm. breaks the bottle, uh, when he's dancing. Yeah, yeah. There's. I almost want to go back and play the first game again, just to see what stuff they skipped. Uh, we haven't got like they're not that it's important, but like Rio walking home and the drunk guy trying to fight him with the bottle. Uh, drunk guy himself is not in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, no Chai Arcade, uh, no, it might not, it might be in the next episode, but no, uh, what's the other, the shitty travel company called? Ah, 
Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, and like probably won't be getting that. Well, he doesn't have the money yet to go either, so he might. Uh, so to buy the ticket. He's probably um, just going to get uh, a free trip to Hong Kong from Master Chen or something. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, this was the first episode with no Chai either. Mm. Uh, he was in the, the previous three, speeding along with the, the storyline. Are we going to get the 70-man battle next episode? I think we will. One thing that I think is, I don't know how they're going to fix or make it play into the game, is Rio getting fired from work. Hmm. Because there hasn't, as Matt said, there aren't these fights on this lunch or something. Mm-hmm. And there's that's just not a part of it so far. So I don't know, will Rio quit? He's not probably, that it's an important part of the story, he's but... probably just going to ghost his job. <laughs> he may. Just leave. Just doesn't show up. Yep. Takes the forklift, drives the forklift <laughs> back to the back to the the dojo. Drives a forklift across the ocean floor to Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? We're getting robbed of little things too. He he hasn't opened a capsule toy. There right. was that little tails figure on his desk mm-hmm. in his bedroom, but there's a lot of the Shenmue stuff we're not getting like what the game's known for yeah we haven't seen him like play darts on his lunch pet a kitty yeah he has the the cats completely eliminated the homeless guys eliminated actually working is eliminated like there's just little teeny bits of him driving that forklift Mm. uh we don't see him catch the bus to go to work we don't see him getting his allowance every day yeah uh he hasn't played any of the video games he hasn't gone to the arcade like all of these side questy things you can do in Shenmue. Slices of life moments. Yeah, yeah, none of that's here. But I mean, I guess they're probably just too scared that it would bore the audience. He doesn't buy any move scrolls. Oh yeah. There's no you see Guizong kinda teach him the swallow dive, but it isn't like he just he misses maybe on purpose. And Rio just, like, there's this eye contact thing, and, like, now he knows that move. Mm. There's not enough focus on the martial arts, I find. Hmm. But overall, I'm really still enjoying it. Yeah. Like, with even with these things missing, I'm really liking the show, and we still have nine episodes left. hmm Yeah, I'm liking it, too. It's just different from the game. It doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> no, one thing I did think of, too, once this this season is over because it's going to include all of Shenmue 1. Hmm. Is Shenmue the movie, like the DVD that comes with Shenmue 2, is that completely irrelevant now? (laughs) Not that it was very important to begin with, but it doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. Yeah, well, it's a a unique uh, little time capsule. (laughs) I don't know. But if, if you were going to introduce someone to Shenmue and they're hopping in at Shenmue 3 Hmm. would you tell them to watch the show or would you tell them to play the first two games hmm depends on the type of person they are probably I don't think there's many people now that could that could just start Shenmue 1 and 2 and play them without getting bored I don't know you'd have to you you had to be there (laughs) You had to be there. That's a good way to put it. I like that. (laughs) Anything else you want to add to this episode? No, that's it. 
All right. Well, you can find us on social media at Shenmue AM2 Pod on Twitter, Shenmue AM2 Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We have a page and a group. And we'd like to thank our sponsor this week, New Hines Coffee. Bro, it's the perfect pick me up between muggings. Bye. Bye. <laughs>